All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. Today is Wednesday, February 28th of 2024. And looking ahead, we have a six-game NBA main slate tonight. We have a two-game NHL slate. And then we have golf teeing off early tomorrow morning. So it should be a fun day of DFS. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You can get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. And third, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. And if you're not in our Discord, want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You also get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team. We do this show Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern, and then we do this show on Saturdays at 11 a.m. Eastern. So catch us six days of the week. But with that said, going to get the SaberSim app pulled up here, and then we are going to start with questions that came in in the Discord as always. So if you have questions and something on your mind, now is always a good time to get that in the queue here. But our first question says, is sorting by projected score a good way to sort for PGA satellite entries or still just use a Sabre score? Thanks. Uh, so I'm going to say that, you know, I think Sabre score is better than projected score across the board. And the reason that I'm pretty comfortable saying that is it's not like Sabre score is just completely ignoring projected score. It's taking it into account, but it's also taking into account other variables as well. So the question that you need to ask yourself is, hey, is projected score alone better than projected score plus an upside component plus an ownership component? And in my opinion, it is an easy answer that taking into account Projected score plus upside plus ownership is always better than simply just taking into account projected score by itself. So, you know, those are the variables that create the Saber score formula. And, you know, they just have different weights depending on what size contest you're playing, entry fees, number of games on the slate, etc. But I would always use Saber score over projected score and pretty comfortable uh, with, with that guidance across the board. All right, next question here. Will late swap always give you a different lineup when initiated, or will it give you the same lineup if that lineup is still the optimal one? Good question. Uh, it will not always change your lineup for the sake of changing it. It so what happens is that you know your players get locked into the lineup, then we randomly sample the sims again, create uh, you know, new sim outcomes. And then we look at the salary remaining and the position eligibility remaining. And then we put in the best player based on the Sims. So if the new Sims have the same players as the old Sims, then the lineup will stay the same. And you can see this. Um, I've seen it the most often on owner's box. It'll tell you like, hey, how many lineups you got updated. So like if you have, you know, 20 lineups, it'll say, hey, you're updating 16 out of 20. So that means that four of your lineups did not change. Uh, so you could see that on like a site like owner's box. I don't think you could see that on like DraftKings, FanDuel or Yahoo, but just to confirm, it will not change your lineups just for the sake of changing them. It may leave the lineups as is. All right. Couple more questions here. Next one from Cashman question says, 
what changes, if any, were made from classic Saber Sim to the current version? I was having a lot of success with classic, but since switching to the new version, it hasn't been very good. So the biggest change. So, so nothing changed with our underlying Sims and projections, everything that creates our, our, uh, fantasy point projections are the same. And the workflow is like, like nothing from the underlying model changed in that regard. The only thing that did change is our ownership model. So when you click on ownership, uh, you know, it used to be SS own. So then now what you're going to see is this flagship MME own if you're on the standard and pro plans. So this is, you know, our large field ownership for the day. The reason that it changes that we used to have one set of ownership projections, but now with the contest sims, we wanted to have multiple sets of ownership projections. So we have 13 different sets of ownership. Um, so this is the biggest change is that our ownership has changed. But aside from that, nothing else has changed. You know, I would probably just chalk it up to variance. I don't think it's related to the switch from classic to new. What I would instead do is spend some time looking at your lineups and contest flashback. So go back to a past day, go back to the contest that you played in the contest tab, and then go and see how your lineups are grading out with the sim ROI metrics, right? So click on a contest, go to players, go to users, and then come in here and, you know, sort by sim ROI and look for yourself, right? Search your name, see how your lineups are grading out. Compare that to the lineups of, you know, users whose portfolios, you know, people who max entered and see, you know, what the differences are between their lineups and your lineup. See what you can learn. Go to contests that you don't even play. Go to the largest field contest and look at how the sharpest players in the lobby are playing these contests, right? Look at people who are 100. rather than trying to say that you know the switch from classic to new is is what's causing you to, you to lose i would spend some time actually analyzing your results but aside from the ownership nothing has really changed all right next question here from henry what would you do different when entering a single 20 max versus 150 max when building and selecting lineups smaller pool higher mini uniques or something else feel like using some inputs, the same inputs for both doesn't get enough diversification in 20 max. So our DFS profit plan recommends that you do two builds, one for single injuries and three maxes, one for 20 max and 150 maxes. The reason for that really comes down to the sliders. Like when you're playing a single entry, you know, 100 to 1k entrance and you look at the sliders at zero six and I switch to three max, the sliders stay the same. This is all based on our contest back testing of what sliders are best for which type of contest. So the single entries in three max play very, very similar as opposed to like, if I go 150 max large field, you know, sliders go from zero six to one nine. And then if I switch to 20 max, the sliders stay the same. Even sometimes you'll see like the sim diversity come down a tick. It's usually close enough to where you can just group these lineups together and build them together. So that's why we recommend two builds, uh, full disclosure, you know, news comes out really late in NBA and sometimes you don't always have time. I am somebody who builds all of my lineups together and I know that's not optimal, but sometimes you're just putting these tough spots where, you know, you have to either decide, do I want to react fast enough or do I want to just have two builds and I just choose to react fast enough. So 
what I would say if you're doing two builds, which I would consider optimal, is you know, just understand that you know, when you're playing, say, five single entries, you know, if I have five lineups in my lineups here, my lineup to pool ratio is, you know, one to a thousand. So I'm just going to be able to be more diversified in this set. You know, I could probably get to, I don't know, six min uniques. Let's see what that does. Okay, I'm good. I can get to seven, maybe. Okay, boom, I got to seven. I wonder if I can get to eight. I could not get to eight, but I get to seven minis, right? This is all a matter of the fact that I, I only need five lineups out of 5,000. Now, when I'm playing, you know, 150 entries, you know, I'm just not going to have that luxury, right? I'm, my lineup to pool ratio is like one to 33 or something like that. So if I tried to get, you know, from, I was at seven, even trying to get to five, I'm going to run out of lineups, right? I'm at 113 instead of 150. So I go down to four. And then at four, I can get 150, right? But then what are the quality of these lineups, right? How far down am I having to go? And it doesn't look like I'm going further than halfway in my pool. So like I would I would assume that these lineups are fine. But, but that's the biggest thing, right? You're going to be able to get more spread out in your single entries and three maxes if you're building them separately. So like as far as, you know, strategy, I don't think there's anything particular that i'm doing like separate there um i think that you know in these smaller fields you know the only thing that really changes like we said the sliders you know the sim diversity goes from six to nine so what is that telling you that's telling you that hey in you know these larger field contests you're going to need higher scores you're going to need more upside in your lineups which also means your lineups are going to have to assume more risk so you have maybe you know you need to be more comfortable with not cashing as often in these larger field contests, as opposed to when your sim diversity is six, you know, you don't need as high of a point outcome. You don't need as high upside of a lineup to take it down according to our back testing here. And you might find yourself cashing more often. So that is why the DFS profit plan suggests doing a mix of the two, because it's going to allow you to play some of these smaller field contests, some of these larger field contests and allow you to smooth out the variance while still allowing you to grow your bankroll. So that's why it's good to have a blend of the two. Hundred K entries, right? So if I pull up my calculator, I'm gonna sit around hundred and five thousand divided by hundred and fifty. So it takes, you know, seven hundred people to max enter this contest, right? So say that everybody's maxing it. So on average, if you're maxing it as well, the average person will win one in 700 times. Well, let's say that you're twice as good as the field. So, you know, you're twice as good as everybody else. You know, you still need to play 350 times in order to realize that equity, right? Unless you realize it sooner. But like your mathematical probability is like one out of 350. So, you know, there are six months about six months from like late October to April, right? Uh, October to no November, December, January, February, March, April, six months. And you're looking at 30 days in a month. So 180 slates, that's not even 350. That's half of that. So you might need to play two seasons of NBA just to win once, even if you're twice as good as everybody else. 
And like, that is what variance is. You can be twice as good as everyone else and still lose for an entire season. So, you know, Spencer talked about it in, in his Millie maker video, like, Hey, if you're playing, you know, the $15, 150 max, like be prepared to lose a hundred thousand dollars. Like, like he, he kind of experienced that. He said, Hey, I won five live final tickets before winning a, a $15, 150 max. And, you know, not to say he was doing anything wrong, but sometimes that's just how it happens. So you got to be, you know, got to understand the variance. You got to understand, you know, a little bit of the math and, and the, the amount of time it takes to realize some of your equity. So just remember some of those things uh, when building your lineups. And that's why I would continue to follow the DFS profit plan. All right. Jumping over the YouTube chat question from Kevin. When running contest sims, do you apply the contest you are playing or like the biggest contest available? Doesn't seem to be having much luck with the sims. So in an ideal world, what you would do is you would have a contest sim for each contest. So if I were playing, you know, a number of contests, I would go through and run them for all of these. Now, because in late swap, you can't do that. Um, and I told you guys, like I'm running one build. What I prefer to do is just pick like a proxy contest and use that one. So if I'm playing, you know, the quarter jukebox, the $1.20 max, the $4.20 max, I would just use the $4.20 max for all of them. You, what you could do pre-slate is you could do three different contest sims and then fill them accordingly and trash them. But once you get into late swap, well, then you're not going to be able to do that unless you do three different late swap builds because late swap is on a contest by contest basis. So what you would then need to do is have a late swap for your quarter, late swap for your $1, late swap for your $4. And, you know, I don't want to do three late swaps. Maybe I'm lazy, um, you know, and I'm just saying that, you know, I'm in a time constraint because I don't want to do that. That's, you know, a personal choice, I guess. But um, but I think either way is fine. If you want to do multiple late swaps, if you want to do one late swap and just use one contest sim, you know, it's it's kind of up to you how you want to go about it. So it's like a it's like a time decision and how much time you have, you know, how much time you want to spend doing your late swaps, etc. So you got to figure out what is the right answer for you. For me, the right answer is to do one build with one contest sim and run it from there. But I know some people will think that I'm crazy. So it is what it is. But uh, but it looks like we're all caught up with questions here in both the Office Hours channel and the YouTube chat. So appreciate you guys tuning in as always. I will be right back here tomorrow, Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern for our next show. So until then, everybody, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.